1: THE LATE SHOW POT SHOW WITH STEPHEN Colbert. FOLKS,
2: THERE ARE A LOT OF SIGNS THE ECONOMY IS IMPROVING, BUT THERE ARE STILL A LOT OF PEOPLE OUT THERE STRUGGLING TO FIND WORK. DID YOU KNOW UNEMPLOYMENT IS CURRENTLY AT 100% AMONG AMERICA'S BILLY BUSHES? <laughs> AND A FRIEND OF THIS SHOW IS ABOUT TO LOSE HIS JOB, SO LAST WEEK I HELPED HIM TRANSITION TO HIS SECOND CAREER. JIM? Mr. President, good to see you again, sir. Stephen. Always the best. How'd you get in here? Oh, just, uh, you know, I'm always uh, interested in talking to the leader of the free world. Look, I am so thrilled to join you here at Carnegie Mellon University. And uh, just like all the students out there taking part in the White House Frontiers Conference,
1: you too will soon be looking for a new job. Isn't that interesting? That is true. And I'm honored that you asked me here to help. Stephen, I didn't ask you here to help. I still don't know how you got in here. It's okay to be nervous, all right? Why don't you have a seat? I'm already sitting. Good. See, it's starting off very well
2: already. And I think maybe we should start with a practice interview, and I've got just the man who could help you. Excuse me one second.
1: Steven? Yes, sir. Just a moment.
2: Hello. Hello. I'm Randy. I'm the office manager.
1: Hello, Randy. All right. This is going to go very well. Are you uh, intending to uh, help me sharpen my skills? when I go in for an interview? Is that uh, your intention here?
2: It's what I do for a living. Okay. We're here to find out what you're gonna do for a living, okay? All right, let's try it 55, tough time to start over for a man. Okay. Uh, I have a copy of your resume here. Why don't you hand it to me as if you were applying for a job. Go ahead and do it. That's good. You're a natural. Okay. Hello, Mr. Obalmer. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Close enough. Okay. Uh, let's see. Pa, 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 pa. I don't
1: see any promotions for the last eight years. That's not always good. Can you explain that? Honestly, there wasn't a lot of room for advancement in my last job. The only one with a more powerful position was my wife.
2: Okay. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Is it a twofer? Can you get both of you by any chance? Doubtful. Okay. Uh, so tell me why you're leaving. You say you're not being
1: terminated, but uh, it sounds like you can't stay. Is that true? Uh, well, I'm leaving because it's required by the 22nd Amendment of the United States Constitution. Okay, little tip. When you say staying at your job would be unconstitutional, what employers hear is that you stole
2: office supplies? Okay, so I'd this over the rest of that, okay? Okay. And, uh, it doesn't say here, where were you born?
1: Really? Is this the longest form of this resume available? Well, we move on. Okay, good. Uh, Describe, if you can, the type of office you would like to work in. Well, I was hoping for a nice corner office, or at least an office that has corners in it. Uh, Can you tell me about some of your accomplishments? And keep in mind, it's important to describe them in such a way that it highlights how your experience might be relevant to a potential employer. Okay, well, uh, I brokered international deals that slowed the impact of climate change and prevented Iran from acquiring a nuclear weapon. Okay, let's change that to proficient in Microsoft Excel. Anything else? Well, I reopened relations with Cuba for the first time in 50 years. Mm, I'd call that one conversational Spanish.
2: See? Okay. Uh, It says here, let me see if I got this right. It says here you
1: saved the American auto industry. Yeah, but nobody believes it. Change that to drive stick. Oh, that's good. That's good in case you want to be a long-haul trucker. Okay. Uh, it also
2: says here, you you helped tens of millions of Americans with their health care. You bet. Okay, let's test that out. It hurts when I do this. Don't do that. Okay,
1: good. Um, do you have any awards or commendations? Well, I have almost 30 honorary degrees, and I, I did get the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, really? What was that for? To be honest, I still don't know. Okay, good. All right. And have you ever had to fire anyone? No, I usually let CL Team 6 handle that. Okay, outsourcing. Okay, good. Now, social media, very hot. Do you have any experience with that, like Twitter? Well, I have 77 million followers. Does that count? That's very impressive. How'd you get so many? Executive order. Really? And photos of cats. Oh, smart.
2: Now, these days, every business wants to appeal to the
1: millennials. You know what millennials are? I think so. Okay. How do you plan to get their attention? Well, i tell them straight up that this is the most important election of their lifetimes, that they have the opportunity to make history, and that the results in November could change their lives forever, so they have to get out there and vote. I'm sorry. I didn't catch all
2: of that. Did you know there's a Snapchat filter that gives you a flower crown?
1: Of course I know that, Stephen. Okay. Uh,
2: Let's be honest with ourselves, okay? What would you say
1: your biggest weakness is? Well, sometimes, when I talk, I take too many pauses. In three words or less, uh, what's a common criticism you have for others in the workplace? I cannot stand it when people reduce complex ideas to some simplistic catchphrase. We can't accept that answer. Yes, we can. Okay. Uh, Let's
2: see. Almost done. Do you have a busy schedule? Am I keeping you from something? You are. Okay. Is there anyone we can talk to for a character reference? I know several
1: turkeys that owe me a favor. All right. Good to know. And how do you like to spend your time? Do you have any hobbies? You know what I really love doing is encouraging the youth of America to get out and vote this November so that the good work that we've done over the past eight years can continue on into the future. It's in a whittling or anything like that. No. All right.
2: And uh, now, sir, because we are on a network television show, I cannot allow you to endorse a candidate right now, but I do. I would like to ask you about your choice of snacks. Could I do that? Sure. All right, great. I have two choices for you here. Would you care for an extra fiber nutrient bar which has traveled to more than 100 countries or this shriveled tangerine covered in golden retriever hair
1: filled with bile that I wouldn't leave alone with a woman I love. Well, I think I'll go with the fiber nutrient bar. Interesting, okay. So ultimately, what do you want to be? Done with this interview. Okay, great. Uh, Before we wrap up, any questions for me? I'm still wondering, how
2: did you get in here? That's an excellent question, inquisitive. We like that, okay, fantastic. Well, that all checks out, uh, Mr. President. Uh, We'd like to offer you the position, uh, but first, we have to have the mandatory company physical. If you'll just uh, relax and put on that gown over there, we'll
1: get going. I think we're done here. I have warm hands.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President.
1: happy price Got your happy price priceline
2: as i was saying earlier tomorrow is the all important primary here in new york one of america's top 50 states so <laughs> to get some insight into this election i recently invited secretary clinton to lunch at the world famous carnegie deli Secretary Clinton, thank you so much for talking to me
0: today. It's great to be here with you. And thank you for meeting me in the Carnegie Deli,
2: right. um, where they serve, you know, sandwiches as big as a baby's head.
0: Uh, yes, and uh, I actually was hungry, so I thought I would drop by and okay, uh, spend my time with you.
2: I want to make sure, I know that uh, former President Clinton, your husband, is a vegan. Yes. Is he going to give you any grief on this, any friction for you eating meat? No. He's, he's not a smug vegan?
0: He's really not. Okay, no. I think legally that think makes he, him
2: not a vegan. He never says like, that. you know, that sandwich had a face. That sandwich is somebody's little baby. Nothing like that? He doesn't
0: say that. He, he's a very open-minded vegan. Okay. What is
2: the worst thing that you've had to eat <laughs> at a public <laughs> event? Uh, you don't have to say what state it was at. We'll know it's Iowa,
0: right?
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> they'll fry anything and put it on a stick down there.
0: But can I just tell you this? You it, tell is, it is true. When you're walking around the fair, you don't want to stop, sit down, and eat. Mm-hmm. If you get it on a stick, you mm-hmm. can actually continue to walk and you get, you get to get enjoy your- the
2: fair without being deprived of your meat. That's hundred percent right. All right, indeed. Politics seems to be about finding common ground. Right. Okay. Right. What do you have in common with your likely opponent, Donald Trump? Other than the fact they have beautiful daughters and you both were at his wedding.
0: Well, I'm not sure yet. I'm just not sure what I have in common with him. However, when you are president and you're mm-hmm. working with the Congress, there are lots of opportunities to find common ground.
2: Why do you want to go back to Washington, D.C.? Whenever I'm down there, I want to get out of there as fast
0: as I can. Well, that's where our seat of government is.
2: The Republicans down there are waiting with like a meat slicer. If you win, they're just want to... Like the deli that sliced this meat, they're ready to run you through that.
0: Why would you want to go through that again? Well, because when I actually have a job as opposed to run mm-hmm. for a job, I yeah. actually get things done with the Republicans. I, I did, as First Lady, as Senator, as Secretary of State. You think they would work with you? Of course they will. Absolutely. You not have $5 or whatever you're on there. You can, you can have even 10 or 15. Really? This is just one of those efforts you have to get up and work on every single day. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to find whatever mm-hmm. common ground exists and then try to make something good happen.
2: You're a grandmother and you've got another grandchild on the way, I understand. That's absolutely
0: true. Congratulations. It is so exciting. Are you cool, Grandma? Are you going to let them eat whatever they want? I'm gonna be a little subversive. How about your husband? Is he gonna be a cool grandpa? He is so head over heels in love with our granddaughter.
2: But is he gonna give them the snacks or is he gonna go,
0: great news, we've got kale chips? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's even more subversive than I am.
2: Really? Oh yeah. Ice cream, does yeah. he do any of that stuff? Does well he, he
0: doesn't, but I don't think he would deprive yeah. his grandchild of that By experience. the way, how's my
2: how's my impression, by the way? It's
0: really good, actually. Very really good, is it spooky? Yeah, it is. Close your eyes, you
2: don't know, maybe he's here? Or- <laughs> Okay. Last week here in New York, you went to Junior's, right? And you didn't have any cheesecake. Why not? You said you wanted it, but you didn't want to eat in front of the press. What, right. What's the deal? Well, it, it, it's
0: awkward eating in front mm-hmm. of the press.
2: They wanted you to eat in front of you, didn't they?
0: Of course, they what? could get well because they could get a funny shot. Okay. You know, something could drop out of your mouth. It could smear your face. Right. I mean, anything that makes you look silly is. There's is, a way
2: to. There's a way to eat. Cheesecake without looking silly. Okay, okay I want to, Can you day-tally. show me? Okay, I will, I'll okay. try. Okay, first of all, okay. you want to use a fork.
0: Yes, that's okay. always good to use a fork. You got a fork. Yeah.
2: Then you want to take off just a little bit off the top right here. Okay. And then just eat as much as you want. <laughs> 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 is. <What's> with... <laughs> this is humanizing. <laughs> Let's nice you in front of the crowd. And, and
0: I clearly have to do that. People love that. I know. I know. I, you have given me. Oh. You've given me a great way to think about how to do this mm-hmm. now.
2: Then you offer this to the press. <laughs> Would you like some of this? Yeah. Does anybody have any insulin? <laughs> well,
0: this has been lovely. Thank you so much. was my
2: pleasure. pleasure. Okay. I've enjoyed it a lot. Let's see, what we got here. Uh, you capable to split this? Sure. Okay, I'm fine with that. Tell that. I'll be right back. Okay.
0: Okay. 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 Great. Right okay.
3: Coming up, Al Gore.
2: I don't know if you guys watched the show. I had former Vice President Al Gore on the show to promote his sequel to An Inconvenient Truth, uh, which is good news. It turns out there's still enough Earth left to make a sequel about, and it's a great documentary about climate change that I suggest everybody check out. After all, there's no better way to show you care about the planet than sitting in a theater with the air conditioner blasting while drinking out of giant plastic cups. (laughs) Plus, during our interview... The former vice president unveiled an interesting marketing strategy for the documentary.
3: We are going to win this. The only question is how long it will take. Uh, and to young people in particular, I really recommend this movie as a date movie. Because... A, it's a hot date movie. <laughs> it's an amazingly hot date movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Because if the end of the world's coming, you might as well hook up with me. <laughs> You've got to admit... That does make a great pickup line. So, with that in mind, we at The Late Show want to offer anyone interested in finding a date for this movie. These are Al Gore-approved climate change pickup lines.
3: Are you climate change? Because when I look at you, the world disappears.
2: I'm like 97% of scientists. I can't deny it's getting hot in here.
3: Looking at you... Two things are clear. Heaven is missing an angel. And the U.S. is missing any kind of viable, responsible climate policy.
2: Is that an iceberg the size of Delaware breaking off the Antarctic ice shelf? Or are you just happy to see me?
3: I hope you're not powered by fossil fuels, because you've been running through my mind all day. Tell you what, sea level's not the only thing rising around here. Either wastewater disposal from fracking has caused an increase in earthquakes in this area, or... You have rocked my world.
4: Coming up, Senator Elizabeth Warren.
2: Folks, as I mentioned last night was the Democratic debate in South Carolina. And one moment that really stood out to me was when Elizabeth Warren was asked to name a common misconception about herself. And she answered like this.
4: I suppose one misconception is that I don't eat very much. In fact, I eat all the time.
2: Fascinating. (laughs) Now, I had heard the rumors that Senator Warren consumes food, so (laughs) I recently flew down to my hometown of Charleston, South Carolina, to meet up with the Democratic candidate and teach her a little about South Carolina cuisine. Jim? Senator, thanks for talking to me today. Welcome to South Carolina. Thank you. Obviously, you're here to get to the hearts and minds of the South Carolinians. To get to a South Carolinian's heart, you have to go through their stomach. Okay. The contents of which Uh will eventually lodge in their heart. Okay? (laughs) Are you prepared for South Carolina food?
4: Uh, I'm prepared. I'm ready.
2: It's very rich. Okay. You're going to want to tax it.
4: Okay. I love
2: Mm -hmm. it. I love it. Um... You've said, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, you've said that you're a fan of fast food.
4: Uh-huh.
2: Are there any ways in which you are not like Donald Trump?
4: <laughs> um, uh, yes. I read books. I, uh... Mm. uh I care about people.
2: Okay, so there are a couple reasons. Yeah, couple, a couple. A couple, couple. ways you're different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, being president of the United States, as far uh-huh. as I can tell, is, um, like being the person ordering for everybody at a restaurant. Uh-huh. If you're the appetizer orderer-in-chief, what are you getting for America? What are we going with? Potato skins? Are oh, we going yeah. diversity potato with skins. jalapeno oh, no, no, no.
4: I like the potato skins with cheese and bacon and then sour cream to dip in.
2: Mm-hmm. And is this why you want universal health care? Because that will kill everybody in their tracks?
4: You need universal health care after those potato skins. Okay, yep.
2: good. Yep. Let's uh, have two bourbon and whatever the senator wants. Oh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'll try one of what he's having.
2: Okay, great. <laughs> All right, Senator, this is some of our local food down here in Charleston, South Carolina. Are you, do you like oysters? Yeah. Do you like oysters? Okay, so here are... Yep. These are just raw. Right.
4: I'm going to put Those a little raw. horseradish on them.
2: horseradish? Okay. Uh-huh. i just slurp it down. Uh-huh. Mmm. It's like eating the ocean if the ocean was congested. <laughs> I doubt you've had this before. Have you ever had a boiled peanut? I don't think so. It's peanuts, so it's very fatty, Mm -hmm. but... Unlike anything else on this table. It balances Mm -hmm. that out by being extremely salty at the same time.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. You know how um, everybody loves crunchy, salty peanuts? Uh Uh-huh. Boiled peanuts ask the question, what if they didn't? (laughs) South Carolinians are only people in the world who looked at a peanut and said, what if it was damp? (laughs) Mm-hmm.
4: Uh-huh.
2: Now, um, what's your favorite state so far?
4: Uh, all of them. Really? <laughs> yep.
2: You know, that's very Come equitable on. of you.
4: What's your favorite
2: child? I think it'll probably be Larry. <laughs> You're my son, Larry.
4: <laughs> nope, no.
2: Nope. He knows I love him most. That's right. I love you, Larry. Uh-huh. The all... other ones are great. The other ones are great. Don't get me wrong. But... Yeah. Larry's really special. (laughs) I call Larry the South Carolina of my children. Ah. Yeah. Now, we were talking billionaires before. Uh Uh-huh. I want to play a little, uh, how well do you know the billionaires that you're going to take away their money? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. You're looking to tax some billionaires, maybe take them out of the political equation here because they have too much power. Yep. But to do that, we need to know that you know them, okay? Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. We'll play this little game, if you're okay with it. Okay. You Don't look at the photo. I'm not... You hold it up. I'll describe the billionaire to you and see if you can tell me which one it is. Okay. Show that one to the camera. Okay. okay. Show sure it to the camera. Uh, <clears throat> um, never shows emotion. Um, looks like he cut his own bangs with uh, toenail clippers. Um, uh... uh uh,
4: uh Bill Gates
2: uh no no uh knows everything about you um is willing to Zuckerberg yes that's it. It. perfect perfect okay there you go oh uh... Oh, like the underbelly of a hairless cat um, Oh, of course, that's so many uh, Like Lex Luthor But he knows more about you and he's less trustworthy Oh, Bezos Bezos, exactly right He's spending so much money on this election That right now this might actually be a commercial for him And we don't know it uh, Mike Bloomberg Yes Okay I cannot begin to tell you where he got his money Or or why he's wearing that tie uh, I'm not entirely tie. To, Steyer Yes, okay uh, he's a talking waterfowl. Uh, he swims in a basement full of gold coins. Um, he wears a top hat. Um, he's, a, he's owned by Disney. He's um, uh, pass, pass, Scrooge McDuck.
4: Oh my gosh, it's Scrooge, McTuck. Scrooge McTuck. <laughs> Oh, you said he does the backstroke in the, uh, in the gold coins. If only I know. Of Sorry. course, it's Scrooge McDuck. Oh, okay. He doesn't wear pants.
2: No, he doesn't wear pants, <laughs> Got which it. Is, I think is a billionaire thing. It may be. Regardless of who the candidate is, do you think the Democratic Party will unite?
4: It is essential that we bring our party together for 2020. We can't have a repeat of 2016. We can't go into this mm-hmm. with one part of the party mad at the other part of the party and shooting back and forth. We've got to bring everybody together, and we've got to recognize that where we really need to focus our energy is we've got to beat Donald Trump.
2: How many debates have you guys done now?
4: 139. <laughs> Good.
2: Which moderator is the most aggravating on a scale of Chuck to Todd?
4: Uh, you got it.
2: <laughs> South Carolinians and Southerners in general pride themselves on being very polite. Mm-hmm. If someone down here says something uh, dumb or um, uninformed, uh-huh. we might just say, bless your heart. Right. Bless your heart.
4: I got it. I got, you got it. it. I think I'm ready. All right, you ready for bless I think her? I'm ready. Okay, good. Okay, good.
2: Donald Trump definitely learned his lesson from the impeachment.
4: <laughs> bless your little heart.
2: <laughs> Very good. Very good. Now, let's imagine that I'm a billionaire and these ribs are my money. Uh-huh. Okay, I want all of my money. Yes. It's my money. They're yes. my ribs. Yes. I don't want anyone else to have any of my ribs. Right. How many of my ribs would you take away?
4: Uh, It's like a little corner right off the edge there.
2: That much? Not
4: much. No, no. But that's, the best part. Part of that that's the best
2: part. That's the best that part. Back. That's the, that's the burnout. Now I want that part. That part. And you now know I... what that part give would do? That. That's,
4: that. come no. on. that's universal child care, you jerk. Here. That's...
2: No, I'm going to lick them all. Now I'm going to lick all, I'm going to lick all the ribs so no one else can have any ribs. You rims. know what? We'll
4: take it anyway.
2: Okay. There we go. Okay.
4: There we go. That's Fine. cancellation of student loan debt for 43 million Americans. I'm doing this.
1: Stuck with a delicious
2: taste of universal childcare, we headed down to the bar for a drink with the voters of South Carolina. What do you drink? What's your poison?
4: Michelob Ultra.
2: Michelob Ultra. Oh, right up. People of South Carolina, what, what what is your greatest concern this this political season? Just making sure that we can get Trump out of the White House.
4: Yeah, that seems good.
2: Okay, that's good. That's sound. You want to do
4: that? Let's beat Donald Trump. You ready? Let's do it.
2: I'll have one of those two then. I'll have one of those two. Are you sure you can handle it? I don't know. We'll find out. All
4: right. You ready? Cheers. Cheers.
2: Mm. It's <laughs> that is... the
4: club soda and beers.
2: Do you know. Do you know the joke? No. Watch about uh, what's. Um, why is Michelob Ultra like making love in a canoe? No. Because they're both <laughs> close to water. Thank you Senator Warren. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Late Show Pod show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives.